You're listening to Hayes Radio Network, Cannabis Lifestyle Radio. Dove, what's good, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Terp Talk. I'm your hostess with the mostest, Sarah Tokes, a.k.a. the Terp Queen. You already know the vibes, and if you don't know, you're about to find out. I have a very special guest today. I'm super excited for this one, and I know y'all are going to be too. Sorry if I butcher your name, but I have Yarema. What's up, what's up, what's up? How we yes. doing? <laughs> I hope I didn't butcher your name. I'm pretty sure you got it right. Okay, cool. I'm, like, I'm low-key so bad at that shit. Like, I fuck it's it up every time. You just have to roll the R if you ever really feel like Yarema. Yarema. Hey. Actually, you did it very oh, well. You did that much better than most people do. So, That's what I get for being from the valley and being able to roll my R's and shit. Just be able to roll the R and you got it. Shout out A18. A1A. But <laughs> <laughs> for real, for real. Y'all, thank you so much for rolling through today. Um, let's just like hop right in. What what's good? Like, how did you get into the industry? You mentioned you haven't been doing it for like that long. So I'm shook on that, first of all. Can we hear the story on how you went viral? Yeah, of course. Uh so as I was, and how my wood is just a piece of shit right now. Like, <laughs> yo, yeah, you trying to light that for a second. I'm just Hilarious. like, no, no. I'm, I'm watching the one that you're holding. I'm just like, damn, y'all. It's going though. And it's- for y'all watching too, because I totally forgot I got the camera on today. So make sure to tune in. I'm sorry. I'm like, no, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's okay. It's doing what it's doing. Um, but let's see. Uh, good enough. We were in quarantine. So yeah. I was fucking bored, and I was like. I don't know, like, I want to do something. I've always, like, felt like I was... I've always been told that I was, like, really good, like, publicly, and I was always, yeah. like, a person, people, and I was always, like, really able to entertain. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go on TikTok, and I'm going to start doing, like, stupid TikToks. <laughs> and I started my TikTok journey on my birthday, which was March 21st. And when it, the first couple of months of doing it, it was nothing about cannabis. It was all just, like, think about, like, a meme page on Instagram just for TikTok. So it was basically just me making jokes yeah. and then posting it. It was nothing about me, nothing about me. It was just literally all jokes. Yeah, just all memes and shit. Exactly. And um, they did well, but they didn't do great. I would say the first 15,000 followers I got from TikTok were from the um, like the jokes and everything like that. But then I was like, you know, this is not enough for me. Like, I want to I wanna, like connect with people. Yeah. And so I started posting about myself. And if anybody who knows me, 95% of myself, it's about weed usually. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. When I started posting about weed, that's when everything started to really, really pop off. And then I posted one video. The funniest part about it is I posted a video of me eating like a thousand milligrams of edibles one day. And okay. the video got deleted. It got deleted. I literally, I kid you not, only like 10,000 people saw it. It got deleted. But the traction from that video. Yeah, made everyone want to go so find you. so much traction to my page. So overnight, I went from like 15,000 followers to 175,000 overnight. TikTok? On TikTok. No way. Yeah. What? Overnight. And in those two weeks after that, my Instagram went from 423 followers to like 32,000. You wait. <laughs> <laughs> it was literally that, that's like it's like you were like on a reality show or something real quick and just blew up. Exactly. That's like, that's what? how I feel that shit happens with TikTok. It's just a quick little it's crazy, and it's been like a steady rise mm. ever ever since. And now I'm like on, on TikTok, I got five hundred thousand, and on Instagram, I'm almost at a hundred thousand, which is crazy. I gained ten k on Instagram yesterday. I know that's I don't how sway. 
I need <laughs> house. Wait, I, I need answers. I was literally talking to one of my friends about this. It's actually hilarious. I went to a fucking smoke shop. Ooh, my language. Are we allowed to cut? You're good. Yeah, you're good. Okay. This is free form radio. That's why we're smoking weed, baby. <laughs> like, so I went to my local smoke shop, and they had this cool road. They had this really cool product, and it was it's called Magic Water, right? And I saw that shit. I was like. Yo, I bet you if I post that, that shit will go viral. Damn, sorry. I said, I saw that shit. I bet, and I told them, I was like, I bet you if I post that shit, it will go viral. And they're like, okay. So they gave me, they, I bought it. I bought it for like $10, $12. Posted that shit. It got deleted, but then TikTok restored it. And now it's like a 2 million views. And that's where, and when you get like that many views, a lot of those people are going to go over to your Instagram. Yeah, and that's yeah, how yeah, I got course. the transition over to the Instagram. So what is the magic water? It's just like bong water essentially or No, it's literally a bong. It's a what? water bottle. Oh. Here, let me show you. It's a what? It's, it's a water bottle bong? Yeah, it's literally a water bottle that like turns you see that like glass straw right there? Yes. So you heat up the glass straw, you drink the water to like a certain point, like there. And then you can put in a down stem. Put in a down stem, it's a bong. That's so that crazy. That got me that. But I think what people resonate with most is like my reviews and things like that. Cause it's definitely, I would say from the cannabis industry, from my perspective, it's always about like from inside the industry and you're not really getting perspective on what the consumers want or what they're doing. Yeah. And it's always about what the growers are doing and what the cultivators are doing. And sometimes I feel like it's gone to a point where they don't really care what the consumers want. And I'm not okay. trying to sound. No, 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 no. I, I, I feel, I, the feeling is mutual. I feel like a lot of people in the industry feel that way um, because at the end of the day, like you shouldn't need like some big fancy marketing to sell your weed. You know, like you, your weed should speak for itself. A lot of these cultivators like. Exactly. And you if don't you need just, titties to sell weed, y'all. Like, yo, you don't. You, you don't. But like, like a lot of like I've seen <laughs> these, like, these posts on Instagram and even TikTok of like all these like farms and they're inviting these like influencer models like they're not even in the cannabis industry just like these influencer models who are really attractive to their yeah. farms and i'm like what is that adding <laughs> like it's not really doing much if anything it's just adding more diversity in the industry um because there is like there's like a weird like vibe or energy when it comes to like certain like influencers that aren't cannabis related that come through to like the cannabis industry or like the events that like we're all at because it's like what you doing, baby? You it's know, like, like... The thing is, like, I was actually... So I was talking to my business partner about this. It's like, because I am, I'm currently in a situation, I'm working with some people, and one of the people I feel like we're not... Um, they're helping me start a cannabis lifestyle brand. But yeah. they're not immersed enough in the cannabis lifestyle. So how are you going to sell something that you're not even, like, a part of? Yeah, that you and don't that's understand. Like, that's the part that's getting me. And obviously, it's like... It's, it, it's just like, I want... If you, like... Literally, I'm like, just listen to the consumers. Literally, the consumers are telling you what they want. The people who are smoking are literally telling you what they want. And it's it's just not happening. Like you were talking about earlier about moon rocks. I don't... Yeah! <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't think that's ever been like a dire request. People have been like, I need some moon rocks. I know. That's why I'm like, yo, like who... Why? Why? Just why? Like why do people dip their nug, a perfectly nice fucking nug, and distillate and then keep... It's not even like... It's not even honey oil anymore that they use. They use distillate because it's like the cheapest thing instead of dipping it in a $12 gram of wax, like wholesale, you know, like 
I try to explain that to people, like, distillate is hot dog water. This like, it's literally everything that you can't sell. Thank you. Once, <laughs> once, I, um, once I visited a lab and I saw the process of them making distillate, I, like, I never smoked distillate again. I was like, nah. Yeah. Like, once you see crude oil and the way that they make that shit, like... It's like, it's playing through my head. I'm like, ah, like fucking PTSD right now. Especially because like, <laughs> cannabis is supposed to be so holistic and natural. Yeah. And that's like the and, exact opposite. And when you add in those chemicals <laughs> like propane, butane, whatever they're doing now, it's um, not really like the right approach. <laughs> I mean, it's smoking. It's not a bad. It's not a bad. Point. Oh no 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 no! I I know it's it's smokable. Don't get me wrong, but it's like when you add in all these other things, when at the end of the day, it's like a medical product. Yes, that's you know that's what we were talking about earlier. It's it's like when you there's a difference between white labeling and like renaming the strain. Yep. Like if somebody, it's like basically giving someone a Xanax when they ask for a Percocet. Like, I get it. People die. It's not that strong, but people really need to start looking at cannabis as like a holistic medicine as well as a, like a recreational use as well. You know what I mean? Yeah, I feel you. Because, I mean, I smoke it recreationally, but I'll tell you this. I'm not going to smoke like a full sativa recreationally because that's just going to give me terrible anxiety. That shit would just fuck me up. Exactly. Like, I, <laughs> not. <laughs> like, I'm just like, not. I do, like, although I smoke recreationally, I still, I still try to make sure that, like, I do get, like, that mental, like, soothing effect and, like, that yeah. healing, like, relaxing. And like, that's the recreational part for me. The recreational part of cannabis is literally the ability to relax. It's not even the ability to get fucked up. Like, you know, like, alcohol, like, people drink and they get drunk and, like, that is yeah. a recreational It's substance. weird with, with cannabis, though, because it's, like, what is, what is the definition of, like, getting fucked up off of weed? Like, that's my question. Like, I mean, unless you've been smoking for like two days, that's the definition. I mean, like, but we smoke been, every day. So, like, does that mean we're always fucked up off of weed just because we're like daily smokers? I feel like when you party with cannabis, it's like, it's just you're just chilling. Like, it's not like you're taking shots. Exactly. You could take weed shots, but you're still chilling. But you're still chilling. You I, never really go off the wall. Yeah, you never really go off the wall. But there's always that one person. There's always. <laughs> There's always that one person. I'll tell you this though, with cannabis and like weed specifically, like when I wake up in the morning, I try not to smoke for like the first four hours, like three, four hours, just so like I do like so my body knows what it means to be sober. Yeah. You know what I mean? And so it's How long do you go without smoking in the morning? You say you try. Like, so I wake up at eight every morning. Yeah. And I usually don't smoke until like eleven or twelve. Unless I'm like making some content and I have to do a review, then I end up smoking at ten. But I'll never smoke before a 10, though. <laughs> yeah, I feel you. Because I won't get anything done that day. I won't get anything done that yeah. day. Yeah. No, That's... no. I I feel I'm the opposite. I need to, like, as soon as I wake up, I have my dab rig. I have, like, a little thing of water. I'm like, okay, cool. Here's my glass of water. Here's a dab. That was me literally <laughs> all. I literally was on that schedule all throughout, like, my, actually, like, my whole, like, stoner career, I guess. But then, like, during quarantine, something that just changed. I was, like... I used to wake up at like a 10 every single morning. I mean, at 10 every single morning, go to sleep yeah. at like 2. But then I was like, I don't know. I mean, I just, once I guess once the social media following came and I was like, I saw the power of that and I saw the productivity behind that, I was like, oh, I need to be more productive now and get more things done. Yeah. And like, for me, I always, I always used to advocate. I'd be like, oh, I can work so well when I'm high. I can work, <laughs> trust me, I'll do the best <laughs> job when I'm high. But then like when Turns you actually, <laughs> when you end up starting to work for yourself, 
and yeah. you actually need to start getting things done, you're like, maybe I was not the best being high. It's like, <laughs> it's, I kept my paycheck coming, but now that I'm making it myself, where to go? Exactly. And it's like, my content, I'm high throughout all my content, don't get me wrong, but when I'm sending emails and like organizing events and like going to things, I'm yeah. not going to be high through that because then I just won't remember that I have to go to that thing or I have to get Yo. something done. <laughs> I'll be honest. That's the whole mood though. But, well, I'm glad you remembered to come through today. Exactly. It's Yo, because I've been at Six Flags all day and we didn't really smoke. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be honest. That's what it was. <laughs> I even hit you up this morning because she hit me up, my friend Rosie, she hit me up at like, 10 or 9 a.m. She's like, you want to go to Six Flags? And I was like, ooh, I don't know if I'm going to make it back for the interview. Yeah, so that's why I hit yeah, you up yeah. this morning. I was like, ooh, my ride <laughs> You're failed. You're like, my ride failed. I'm like, I was about to be like, I got you an Uber. Don't worry. <laughs> Trust me, I would have found an excuse I not know, to take that Uber why. too, I though. Like, I would have been like, damn, you just don't fuck with me, man. <laughs> it's all good. Yeah, but then I was like, honestly, Six Flags is not that far. We'll make it. <laughs> <laughs> Priorities, right? Yeah. <laughs> It's all good. It's all good. At least you were able to roll through after all exactly. that. <laughs> yeah. I don't know what it was because I was, I was just dying to go to Six Flags because I went to Universal and I was like, oh, that sucks. <laughs> Universal like, fucking sucks. So. Sorry, Universal. I hope y'all don't hear this. But y'all fucking suck. It's okay. They're only our biggest sponsor. <laughs> oh, no, yeah. I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the radio just cuts off right now. It's oh, like, shit. oh, fuck, they not hear this again. <laughs> 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 Well, do better. <laughs> Yo. Then we got nothing to bitch about. No, I'm, yeah. just <laughs> uh, I'm just kidding. I'm just That's kidding. That's a whole ass mood. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, my career in the cannabis industry, I would definitely say on the influencer side, it's always been, I mean, not always. It's literally been like not even a year yet. But I've been on the back end. I lived in the Bay Area and I was... Um, I helped start, well, when I started it, it was called the Midnight Express, um, and then it transitioned over to Cali Express, which is, like, still running in the Bay Area. Okay. And that is, like, one of Cal-X those. Delivery, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, and it's basically, like, one of those brands where you can get, like, cheap ounces and everything for. So I did that for two years, and then I'll be honest, I was, I'll be so fucking honest, I got a little ahead of myself because I was doing that really well. I was doing, like, all the management for that. I was running the deliveries. I hired the full staff and everything. So I was like, okay, I got this. So another company came up to me called Beep Delivery, and they're like, yo, um, be our chief operating officer. And I was like, okay. Um, so I hopped ship where I had something good going for yeah. myself. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so I hopped, I hopped ship to start another company that failed. But, like, we failed because we were opening medical on a recreational market. Like, what the fuck were we thinking? Why did we think we were going to succeed? Why? Why would you? I. It's because I'm sorry. I was like 22 and I was like, yes. You I said, got yo, this. I want the CEO. Oh, <laughs> like, I'm gonna be the youngest CEO on the block. Exactly. Like, like oh, the youngest CEO in the weed industry. Y'all don't know this. Cause like, yeah, he said, y'all don't even know. You're gonna go to like those little bars and fucking SF and be like, I'm a CEO. Oh, baby. I mean, that's how I got this tattoo. I got it literally for an A. What? I went to a tattoo shop and she asked me what I was doing and I was like, oh, I'm the chief operating for Beep Delivery. And she's like, oh, what? Can I get an eighth? I was like, can I get a tattoo? And she did Shut. this. She did this in 10 minutes. Yo, that's like the best barter. Like, like that's the best fucking barter. That's 
what? And look how well it does. Like, she did that perfectly, too. You are a New Yorker. You are <laughs> a fucking, like, yo. <laughs> yo. Tell me you're from New York without telling me you're from New York. Just, like, if you want something, you're going to get it. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's, there's nothing wrong with that. <laughs> yeah, no, nah, I feel you on that. <laughs> but, yeah, so, um, actually, question for you. Yes. You so you've been around here for a long time, and I've noticed that a lot of people from the East Coast come to California to get into the cannabis industry. Oh my God! And you're gonna ask you, me this question. How, how do, do you I feel, feel about ah! East infiltrating? <laughs> Yo. You can be honest. You can be honest. How do you feel about us infiltrating? Um, I wouldn't really say that you guys are infiltrating. You guys are adding to the industry. That's like the nice way of me saying it. Um, all that I would really say is like just come correct and come with respect a lot of the time people don't um they come in with like that trap mentality wanting to like low-key like fuck people over and backdoor shit and like i don't i don't give a fuck if y'all backdoor first of all but like if you're putting your backdoor before your actual inventory that's going out to consumers and patients most importantly patients taking compassion donations to backdoor then like that's my experience with the East Coast people. But I met some lovely people from the East Coast, like you you included, you know, um, and some some other people's too, like the homies over at Show, Rosentech, like they're they're dope ass people. Um they're I think some of their teams from the East Coast, but just stop calling your guys stop calling yourself fucking transplants. That's it. I don't call myself That's a transplant. It. Like, Honestly, I've been here for I've been in California for six years. I feel like yeah. I'm past the point of transplant. I, I'm just tired of of people being like, yo, I'm a fucking transplant. I'm just like, yo, just just I don't leave. Care. I'm like, I'm like, I don't give a fuck. Just stop moving into the hood and gentrifying our areas. That's it. That's, I agree that's with all that. I gotta say. I agree with that. Um, I'll be honest. Oh, this is not Okay. It's okay. Just put it out. Dude. Yeah, I'll be honest. Do you have like a bong or something that I can rip? No, I don't. Andrew Actually, has his bongs, but they're dirty. That's fine. Okay. I'll be honest. I am not going to claim the gentrifier title when I came to California because when I came to California, I did not have a pocket in my... I mean, I didn't... I had a pocket. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, did <not> have a, <laughs> I did not have a penny in my fucking pocket. Yeah. I literally moved from New York City to California with only a backpack coming off like a pretty bad Xanax addiction. And I took a train. No way. Literally How was that fucking train ride? I've always wanted to do it. It's a beautiful train ride. Beautiful train ride. Right through the country. Through, right, like through parts of the country that no one ever gets to see. Like, there's no highways or roads or anything yeah. like that. So it's actually a beautiful train ride, but it was also kind of torturous at the same time because I was kind of fighting my own demons. But that's why I was going to California. So I would say my California journey has been me starting from nothing and building myself up. So I will not be claiming that California gentrifier title. Yeah, I did not move here and just buy one of those like three thousand dollar apartments in the middle of Inglewood. <laughs> you know, nope, I didn't do that. Yeah, that's <laughs> that's literally what like I I keep seeing everybody doing or like just moving to where like they know it's like a hood area. Like, stop moving to Hollywood and like, like when I first moved the to, valley, get out of the valley. When I first moved to um, the Bay Area, <laughs> I first lived in San Francisco, but I also would like go to Oakland a lot because that's where my job was. And when I first moved, Oakland was it was Oakland, and like when I left five years later, it was completely different. Like, some of the best parts, like, the best neighborhoods of Oakland, like, Fruitvale, were just, like, completely built up and gentrified. And it's, like, 
It's fucked up watching it like over the years, and I'm sure like when you go back to the bay, you're like, it just like loses where is some everything? Of its culture, you know what I mean? Yeah, and it's happening in San Francisco as well, which is a it's a bummer because like some of the great neighborhoods of San Francisco are all like disappearing as well. They're and all it's, gone. It's sad. It's sad, but I mean, like <sighs> the way that I think about it is like there's so many people in this world, so I guess people are always gonna have to live somewhere. <laughs> You know what? It's like, it's, I, like I don't like. I, it's it's like it's an, it's kind of inevitable. No, 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 you know no. What no. I, mean? I, I understand it's inevitable, but like now it's it's literally like impossible to live in the U.S. working off of minimum wage or whatever it is now. That I heard. That's crazy. Like that's hella crazy. And like even if you're making like six figures, you know, after taxes, you're not making six figures. Exactly. And even the affordable areas and neighborhoods are not even affordable anymore. And like it's. It's all hood, like, like literally, like right down here in Canoga, where it's like just it used to be like twelve hundred a month for rent. It's now eighteen. That's crazy. Yeah. And it's like it's like the plug. There's like four plugs in your fucking apartment complex <laughs> and shit. Like, <laughs> bruh. It's, it's fucking crazy. I would when I'm like. Honestly, LA rent is. I thought San Francisco rent was bad. Actually, both of them are pretty bad because in San Francisco, I was paying twenty one hundred for one bedroom apartment. Ugh. And here in LA, it's kind of like I wouldn't even classify it fully as a studio. It's like a really big, like really big room, but it doesn't have its own bathroom or kitchen. So I share a bathroom with one other person. Yeah. But it's eighteen hundred dollars, and it's in Westwood. It's like that's a lot of fucking money. You can get yourself like a whole ass apartment. For I'm actually place. I'm I'm literally moving on Sunday <laughs> to okay. a bedroom apartment. It's because like, I was so fucking It's because I wanted to move. I was living in, when I first moved down to LA, I moved to Glendale. And my realtor even said, you know, Glendale's not LA. Yeah, my brother, LA. who lives in LA, even said, Glendale's not LA. Even the person who was renting us the apartment even told us, you know, Glendale's not in LA. And I was like, yeah, 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 fuck it, fuck it, fuck it. It's good. It's a, like, it's the LA experience. <laughs> No, the fuck it's no, not. No, the fuck it's not. <laughs> no. <laughs> like, all the sidewalks are rolled up by like 7, 8 o'clock. Nothing to eat. I'm like, this fucking sucks. So I wanted to get to the west side like as fast as possible. And so I found this place and I took it. But I'll say this. Ever since moving to the west side, I think like my work in the cannabis industry has just been going up and up and up because it's just made me more accessible. Yeah, definitely. I noticed there's a lot of people like in the LA area, Beverly Hills and all that. So you're exactly. close to that. And I realized like if you want to be successful in the cannabis industry, at least as an influencer, you have to go to everything and you have to like do everything. You know what I mean by that? Yeah. It's I know. exposure. That's, yeah. exactly, that's exactly what it is. You literally have to be at like two events in one day type shit. That's how usually sometimes my weekends three, go. Like, sometimes exactly. three. You just you start your morning, you go to like a brunch party type thing and then you go to the fucking after party and then there's another party it's and then you end up at the strip club and it's crazy it's crazy but it's it's fun this is not an experience that i ever thought i would have so i do definitely um i feel fortunate uh, i am still definitely wrapping my head around the influence that I do have because it's still kind of crazy like when I post something and seeing like all my followers go fucking crazy yeah you know? or like when I post something and then having a company come back to me and be like saying oh all the products sold out and like that's still like it's hard uh, to wrap your head around you know what I mean because yeah. like to me I still like 
when people call me influencer, I hate that fucking word because I'm like, what am I influencing? <laughs> you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. It's like, you're I'm just, just like, you're I, like an ambassador, I guess, like would be the best word, like a brand ambassador, but like. Exactly. What, even, what the fuck is an influencer? And it's just. We just smoke weed on camera, y'all. Like It's really, I think it's just like, I think because people aren't real, people aren't um, used to normalization of cannabis. Like it's still becoming like a pretty, like people just smoking everywhere is still becoming like a pretty, um, it's not even common yet. You know, like you can't just walk outside and see someone like lighting up a blind. At least I don't see that regularly yet. You know what I mean? So like when you go yeah. on the internet and you constantly see people just smoking and living their lives and still being productive and doing everything that they want to do. Kind of like, oh, that's really fucking cool. I just, my life's not that cool. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? How? I feel like there's other people who live more interesting lives than me. Why though? Like you, you're, you're obviously like you're, you're, an, I don't want to say influencer, but you're on the radar. I know, but it's just like, when you go like work with these brands or like where you go to their farms and things like you see these people doing really amazing things. And oh like, yeah, definitely. And you hear some really like amazing stories and you're just like, oh, and then, like, when they ask you what you do and you're like, I smoke weed and I tell people it's really good. <laughs> you know what yeah. I mean? It's like, sometimes I feel like it's not enough. You know what I mean? And I, I just want to do more. And that's part of, like, the reason why I am building a brand as well. Because there's going to be, like, a social impact. We're also, like, planning to disrupt the market with the cannabis, uh, with the cannabis products that we come out with. So it's, I don't know. I just, I want to make more of an impact. And I feel like influencing is a great start. It's, like, a great catapult. Yeah. But also, it hasn't even been a full year, so I can't wait to see what I can do. In I know. That's going to be crazy. And especially with the launch of your new brand next exactly. year, right? This year. this year? Yeah. This? Yeah, we're so, hustling. We're doing what? things. Is there <laughs> any specific farms that you partnered up with for uh, your first round? or? So we partnered up with Voyage Distribution. Um, we I haven't even picked all three strains yet. We've been going through a lot. We're just still in the sampling phase. Yeah. So I'll tell you this. We have partnered up with Voyage Distribution when... I do pick it, figure out the strains that I want, and what we want, you will be one of the first people to know what farms I work with. Yes, <laughs> yes. I'll make sure to fuck yes. save that information. Yo, for I'm you. excited. But with Voyage Distribution and like all their products, it's all gonna be top quality. It's all gonna be gas. Yeah, it's, if you know Voyage, then you know. Let's not name drop their brands because right. they're all big boys. They're all big boys. <laughs> exactly. So they're all big boys. Everyone already fucks with. That's cool. That's cool. Exactly. And we got really lucky with this partnership too, because like, especially with the reputation that they have and like the reputation that I have, it's, it's harder for um, influencers slash celebrities to get into the cannabis industry because usually the way that like these disposers are looking at them and they're looking at them like, oh, you're just trying to build your own brand. Of like your your own image and you're not really out here to like work with the dispo. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like that's why it's like I would say it's pretty hard to find like Bella Thorne's like weed anywhere because people don't, they don't really like, you and know. She, they're not really hands on with it. Exactly. They're the not hands on yeah. with it. It's like if you want, that's also like another reason why this brand that we're building is has nothing to do with my name. It's like really meant to make an impact on the industry. It's not about me. It's yeah. It's about the industry. And I think that's what a lot of these like name brands need to start realizing like you need to start making it about the industry and not about the creators of the brand because in yeah the end it's i mean the creator is only a person but everybody's smoking the products <laughs> you know what yeah, I mean? it's about like highlighting the the farm and like exactly. you said like the product you know exactly so it's highlighting the industry yes not the person i'm kind of like we're trying to steer away from that 
Yeah, instead right. of like just having your face on a jar, like it's me. Like it's, buy my weed because it's me, right? <laughs> and it's yeah. And it's like honestly, I don't, I don't think that sells. Like at least for me, I don't. Also, I'm not a, I'm not Snoop Dogg. I'm yeah. not a fucking burner. I'm not like an actual like celebrity. I'm really no one. So it's like I don't think that would sell. You know what I mean? And like I haven't been long. I haven't been around long enough for like. Koala puffs and like her like people she's like established in the industry so like she can come out with quality and people will probably still buy it and things yeah. like that but like <laughs> that's not like me dying <laughs> you know what I mean yeah so it's, it's gonna be an exciting journey that's that's dope though are you only gonna be doing flour do you plan on doing concentrates oh no we definitely plan on expanding expanding concentrates we'll and edibles. it's just um we want to start with flowers because it, it like a cash cow and it helps like yeah. when you have you the flowers. When, you, the when you have flour, it's yeah, easier yeah. to launch other products once you have the money coming in from flour. Look at you already ready with the analytics and shit. Right. We're trying like, to uh I'm not gonna say it's a cash cow because it's not, but it's like it's easier yeah, to I'm start. Like, I'm like, boo, it is not <laughs> a cash yeah, cow. Yeah, Everyone <laughs> is still selling last year's debt. Exactly. It's definitely like not fresh. a cash cow, but it's easier to get the money from flour than it is to like if we started off with like vapes and cartridges, it's easier to Get, get the money from flour and shit. Like Vapes that. are hella saturated. Exactly. Um, and also, like, I don't want to build a brand off of, like, carts and things like that. Yeah, dude, I... I don't want to be, like, carts and then a couple months later come out with flour. No, we want to be a flour brand. Yeah, and put Actually, the flour Actually, it's not first. even, like... To be honest, the, the long-term goal is to make it a lifestyle brand. Yeah. So we'd be coming out with not just flour. It'd be, like, edibles, concentrates, but also, like, clothes and, like, glassware and other products, you know? It's really to highlight that cannabis is a lifestyle because people don't realize that yet. And that's why I also think that the cannabis like influences, a lot of them are doing well because people don't realize that cannabis is a lifestyle because there's such a negative connotation behind it that we're all lazy, stupid. We're just like sitting on a couch. Yeah. And I know that it's like hard to wrap around like, but we're in California. People don't think like that. But like California is just a fraction of the country. Like we need to remember that there's still the whole middle of the country and then there's the South and then there's the East. You know and, then I mean? <laughs> like, and then there's Florida. And then there's Florida. But it's like, just... so it's like, I think it's really breaking that mold. It's really breaking that negative connotation. And that's where social media is helping. Because like you're running a whole radio show and you're high as shit. Yeah, always, always. And like, I run it like businesses and all that and do like sales and I'm always high as fuck. And you know how impressive that is? But people don't, they won't give you that credit unless you put it out there. Oh, I you know. know but I'm... I mean? I don't like to feel like I'm bragging, you know, that's the thing because like then you get the haters on Instagram. Like, But it's not even bragging. I wouldn't, we have to, at this point, don't even look at it as bragging. Just look at it as normalizing because we still have so much work to do to normalize cannabis and make it look like it's not just like, I, when I'm talking about normalizing it, I don't mean like normalizing it. It's going to be in a bar and we're just going to be like, you know, like people go to the bar and they have a drink and shit like that. I'm talking about normalizing it as in like people can do whatever they want with cannabis without anybody's judgment yeah like you know like you know like if you were to tell me that you wanted to go to the bar and take a couple shots the first opinion in my head would be like oh she wants to get drunk that is and that's yeah. like that's not what i'm talking about for weed so like if what i'm talking about like if you told me that you were going to roll up a blunt i wouldn't have any judgment i'd be like okay she's just that's just her she's just yeah she's, up a just blunt. she's just doing her you know like she's doing her thing and that's what i'm talking about normalization like really just make it a part of it's not, it's, I'm not saying everybody needs to smoke weed, but the people who it's, it's part of their lives, just let it be a part of their lives and let them do whatever the fuck they want with it. No, I feel you on that. And that's one thing, like, 
not everybody needs to be consuming cannabis. Not some everybody. people, like, it's just not meant for some people. But, like, agree. if it's meant for you, then go ahead and, like, go smoke that blunt, joint, bong, whatever you be doing. Exactly. And just leave me alone. <laughs> you know, it's like... You said, just leave me alone. It's like your opinions at this point are just, like... I have a really hard time communicating with, like, my parents even. Not even with my parents, with my mother specifically. Because, yeah. like, she sees weed as such, like, a bad thing. And, like, in my head, I'm, like, it's, it's doing... It's a cultural thing, It is right? a cultural yeah. thing. And, then, like, in my head, it's, like, I mean, I'm doing so much with it. And it's, like, it's paying my bills. Like, I'm not going to stop yeah. just because someone else is telling me that it's bad. So it's, like, we need to get to that point, like, where there is really no cultural boundary with it. You know? That, like, anybody can smoke weed and it just... It doesn't... Sorry, I think even smoke, it, do, it doesn't even have to be smoking. Someone can eat it, consume it, use it as a topical. Yeah. They can do whatever with it. It's just the consumption of it. Anybody can consume weed. It's like drinking a soda, you know, something like that. Or like taking an Advil. Yeah. Sorry, let's do no, that. No, no, no. Yeah, soda. That's, that's let's, it's a, like yeah. a soda. <laughs> yeah, that's too. Sure. That's, they're like, all right, <laughs> he's addicted. Yeah. <laughs> that's like Loki, how I feel. It's all good. I'm like, I'm, a, I'm like, I want to go fucking take a dab or something. Exactly. Just treat it like an Advil or something, you know. I don't I like I won't care if you pop that out right now. It's like go 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 pop that Zanny. <laughs> like just I don't know. It's I don't know. I think my main goal and I think that's why I like social media is my main goal is to really just like show people that um I'm gonna continue doing whatever the fuck I want. Yeah. And <laughs> and, and still smoke weed and be successful. And when you do that and show that to people, then it inspires them mm-hmm. to wanna go out and like go do shit, you know, instead of just like chilling at home. Yeah, and I can't tell you uh, every every day I get comments, I get DMs, and people are like, "How do you get? It? How do you get into the industry?" Da da da. Please tell me what you're doing. And it's like I really, it's as simple as just getting on camera and giving people your opinion and smoking. Um, it's really that simple. But it's also like, don't be boring about it. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, just have like a little, everybody has a personality. Everybody has a personality. I don't care if you're going to tell me you don't have a personality. You have a personality. Yeah. And everybody has a unique personality. You just got to let those boundaries down. And that's when you will succeed. Um, and I, I can only say that because that's what I did. When I literally shut down my boundaries and let me do whatever I wanted, That that's when I started succeeding. When I stopped thinking about what other people thought about my cannabis use. Yeah. That's and it was, was just like, fuck it, I'm just going to take a thousand milligrams on camera right now and just die. And just like, die. And just fucking die. Like, <laughs> go. And that's when things really popped off. So it's really just, He's I guess, like, just live your life. Yo, that's a whole mood. Just got to live your best life. And people will like that. Just be a good person. Be respectable. Be productive. I think that's what it is. Be productive. Yeah. Because, I mean, no one wants to see No one wants to watch you sitting on your couch. Yeah, it's kind of boring. Like, I'm just like, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. How did you get into doing the reviews, though? Uh, Because everyone just started going to my Instagram, and I was like, well, my Instagram was my personal Instagram. So it was literally just, like, pictures of me and shit. I was like, well, I need to start giving these people something. Like, they're here. And I don't want to be like, because I can't tell you the countless amount of people I see who, like, blow up on TikTok. And then everyone goes to their Instagram, but they still keep it like a personal Instagram. Yeah, they don't put anything. They don't put like any effort into it. I'm like, I mean, people are coming to my Instagram for a reason. Yeah. So I'll give them something. And so I started doing the reviews. And I'll say this, the first like month or two of the reviews, it was all self-funded. I did it all myself. And I was like, I got the products that I really liked, the products that did annoy me. um, And I reviewed them. 
But then once they started picking up and shit like that, brands started reaching out to me. I will be, I, like, I do not charge for any of my reviews. Um, oh, really? Not for a single review because that will, that will literally um, take the integrity out of it. And I also like when, well, a, brand, yeah, no, when yeah. a brand contacts me, I'll like, um, when they ask me for a review, I always tell them, I'll, like, I'll be honest. If I don't like it, I'm going to tell people I don't like it. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I'll say this. My honesty has helped because I posted the very first bad review I posted. I now work with that brand. And we have a really great relationship. And it was with Elyon Farms. Um, I posted a bad review on them because I was oh like, I'm tired of always yeah. getting like dry products from you guys. And it's like, it was it was more of like a defeated type of review. It's like, I keep on getting, like I keep on giving you guys a chance, da 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 but it's always dry, da 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 And so I posted the review and then they contacted me. They apologized. Yeah. And they're like, um, but it was also like, it's dry, but then you're also charging me like $40 for the eighth. So they contacted me and they spoke to us about the, the, the contractual. Yeah, they're yeah. Like, yeah, they're not supposed to sell it for more than 25, but yet they still do it. Um, and then that's when they invited me to the farm. And so I went to the farm like three weeks ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Made a whole YouTube video, made a bunch of content. Yeah. And now I, now we work together. I'm sponsored by them. Yeah. And it's like they, the thing is when I went up to their farm, I did notice you do get to like, they did redeem themselves. I will say that because you do get to see like the quality and the amount of like meticulous effort they do put into their grows. The only thing is they have a preservation issue. That's oh, really? why it was bad. Yeah. That's, that was literally my main complaint. It's like, it's all crispy. And usually when it's crispy, it's either because it's overcured or it's because it's not preserved. And I'm not going to say it's overcured because it's, you know, went to their farms, it's not. Yeah. It's not, their plants are not overcured. Their, their weed is actually really fucking good on the farm. It's just... It looked really nice. I saw some of the pictures that you posted. Right? I'm surprised that it's sun grown. It's all greenhouse. Yeah, yeah. It's just they just need to throw like a one of those like packets in there. Yeah, like the the bovidas you know, and the humidity it, packs to keep it like fresh. And they'd be golden. Also, if these dispensaries actually dispensaries actually sold them for twenty five dollars, like they were asked to. I can't believe they're supposed to be sold for twenty five because I never see them at twenty five. Yeah, twenty five to thirty. And then I think they have like a better, like a, like a higher premium one that's like 40. Yeah. But that's, that's about it. They got rid of those black jars now. So now it's like coming in boxes and bags. So I think they're like 25 to 30. Okay. Yeah, and but, how do you like Maven? Did Have you checked out their grow yet? No, but actually we got, <laughs> it's funny that you asked. We actually just got invited to their grow today. I think it's, it's right over here in the valley in Northridge. Exactly, exactly. So my managers are setting that up and I'm really excited because I did a, I did a review on them recently. Yeah, I saw that. They're one and of my favorite brands. I love them. Everything they do, I, it's honestly, it's I always had a fire. Ne never, ever, ever had a, never had a bad product. And it's like, Maven is one of the few brands I will pay $60 for that eighth. Yep. Because yeah. I have never been disappointed and I will be happy to support a company that has never disappointed me. They have their own dispensary mm -hmm. over in the valley. Um, Kush Alley, for those listening, um, and their eights are normally like 35, 40. Mm. Okay, well, now I know. Yeah. And it's like, you get And the they do have ounce smalls and full ounce smalls. Perfect. Oh, yeah, that's perfect. And like, Fucking you get the little like piece of paper with all like the information. Like, they give you the experience. They give you the terps and everything. Like, I love it. I love it. it. I love it. Maven, you can never go wrong with. Um, so there's that. And I also like Kings Road a lot, too. I've been, I would say those are like the two companies that I've been frequenting lately. The beginning of the year was Pure Beauty. Um, but I just, I feel like they haven't had new product recently. That just might be me. I hope you're not listening to Pure Beauty. <laughs> They're sun grown too, right? Or are they uh, indoor? I think it's indoor because it's fire. I would hope it's, I mean, really? I mean, Did if it's sun grown, that'd be amazing. 
I just That'd assumed it was sun grown based off the packaging because like the jar is just. If that was sun grown weed, that'd be some amazing. I'm like, what are they doing? You just, <laughs> like, I got questions. I got questions. Um, but yeah, I would say, honestly, I would from the LA to the Bay. I would say I like a lot of LA brands. Really? Better. Really? Honestly, it depends. Uh, the outdoor growth, like the um, sun grown and the outdoor, I would definitely say is better from the bay. Yeah. Strictly because it's all coming from like combo and the Emerald Triangle. Um, and all the indoor is definitely better here. And that's because that's where all the indoor grows are anyways. Most of them are. Yeah, that's true. Kind you of. Know? Oakland has, I would say, not a majority, but like a good fraction of like indoor grows are here in LA. Yeah. And how many outdoor growths does LA have, realistically? Would you- None. Only, like, up north, like, Ventura, Santa Barbara. Exactly. So that's not even LA. Yeah. Well, uh, yeah, that's true. That's... <laughs> that's you said that, that's not even... L- okay. That's okay. Santa, Santa Barbara. Me. I know. <laughs> but, yeah, because Glasshouse, they're... Are they indoor or outdoor? They're Glasshouse. They're uh, glass greenhouses. I don't know if I like the Mixed lighting. that name. I don't know. <laughs> Oh no, they're actually like glass greenhouses is how they grow. Oh, that's dope. That's actually they're those are one of the companies that I like fully support as well. They're fire, yeah. That they're fire. They're fire. They're fire. Can't they're good. Nothing wrong with that. But please, 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 please. No, I'm not gonna say anything. Never mind. I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm just gonna leave it alone. I was gonna okay. ask you about no, oh, no. Give me your opinion on um old pal. I've never smoked it. That's my opinion. Okay. I've never smoked it, and I've never looked at it in a dispensary. Yeah, you just know. Just, I just look, and I'm like, okay. Yeah, yeah, because, like, my thing about Opal is when you have companies like Packstone and uh, even, like, um, what the fuck was it? Glasshouse. Yeah. When you have companies like Packstone and Glasshouse that are selling $25 an eighth, honestly, I'll pay the $6 more to get that. Yeah, it's worth it. It's worth it. Versus (laughs) literal twigs. (laughs) I've never looked at it, but like I mentioned, like I'm a sales rep. So like they're one of my competitors and I'm always just like, don't even show me that shit and try to tell me it's better than mine. It's just like, what I don't like about it is like, they're such a big company and then they set the precedent for what like shareable weed is. Cause you know, like that's like the whole branding, shareable weed, da, 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 da. And then they set the precedent for what like budget weed is and like, you can get really good budget weed out there. Like, I'm kind of tired of consumers. Like, my homies coming to me and they're like, oh, yeah, bro, I got some old pal who's cheap. I was like, bro, why didn't you just get some packed stone? It's just like a few dollars more. And even like <laughs> Coastal Sun, they're around like the same price. Well, like- Roots, right? I think it's Roots. R-O-O-T-S. I'm pretty sure it's Roots. They're like $25 as well. I haven't seen well. them. They're like in a plastic jar and it's it's like a peach label with the Ghetto. white. <laughs> Get <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> respect, respect. But I do think they're a budget brand, so the fact that they're coming out with jars anyways instead of bags, yeah, 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 that's good. Okay, but I've been meaning to ask. I ask everybody this in the industry because I have like a really strong stance against this. What do you think about the sixty dollars eights that come with come in a bag? Yo, if you are even buying weed in a mylar, just stop. Stop, please. Um, it's like disrespectful to the plant. Um, it strips the trikes. Okay. I just there is some brands that like my opinion on it is um there are like some brands that I feel like they've left like a good uh like reputation, a good quality that I'll buy their 
cannabis if it's like in a bag, like Roll Up Boys or like Jungle Boys. <laughs> but they usually go for like forty dollars an eighth. You know what I mean? Usually yeah, when I but, see them. but but even then, saying, I'm just like, dude, if you if you put your your butt in a bag, it is stripping the trichomes, and it's just like not, it's just not good, like for preservation. Okay, okay. I've okay. had a seven leaves eighth that came out to two grams when I got home and weighed it. So. That's such a bummer. I just, yeah, That's I mean, whack. what I hate, what I hate about it is, um, is when you get like a nylar bag and you're paying like $60 for that nylar bag and then like it's all small nugs in it and you're just Cause like, you can't see it. At least put a fucking window. Yo, at least put a window. If you're, if we're going to be paying 60 to 80 for mylar, put a fucking window. Put a fucking window. Put a window. Put a fucking window. Put a window. Put a fucking window. Yeah. Window. Unless you're like money trees or someone else, like someone who actually like is an artist and like puts effort into those bags, I don't want it. True. If it's not True. a collectible, True. I don't True. want it. I see you. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because his bags, like if you um if you like take a video of them, the bags like do like a little like cool like video thing. Like, really? It's really fucking cool. I haven't seen them. Like, it's, My like, homie distros them, but I haven't seen them. Yeah, it's really like it's really fucking cool. So like I will buy it if it's like there's a purpose for it. But if it's just as cookies and it's all blue, I'm not buying that shit. Like that? <laughs> like that? You went, you, ah! Burner's about to like kick through my fucking door right now and shit. <laughs> oh no. Yo, put your shit in a jar and then I will be happy to, uh, I don't know, I'll be happy to, but um, I'll definitely support cookies more. I just feel like every time I get cookies, I get cheated. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. <laughs> Is there anything else you want to touch base on? You're like, before you're we like, we need up? to stop this up because he's gonna get me fired. <laughs> you can't fire me from something that I run, baby. True, so. true, true. But you know, it's the integrity. Like, I'm not gonna come here and just start like bullshitting. So. Oh no, I'm I sorry feel you. If and we I did get a little. Oh like, no, no, no. I fuck, I fuck with you being completely like open with me. That's super appreciated because a lot of people just beat around the bush and say it's good when it's not. Yeah, because I know like. I, I'll be honest, like, I do know it's a little damaging for my reputation as well to even like talk bad on brands like in the cannabis industry, especially like you can, you can build yourself a reputation. But like at this point, I just like, I'm fed up. Everything's getting so diluted. No, I feel you because everything's all the same. It's all the same uh, white label. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't know. I just hopefully that when people see that, when these brands see that the consumers are starting to talk more about their products, they'll start taking their products a little bit more seriously. I hope so. <laughs> I really hope so. You know, but besides that, I mean, thank you so much for having me on. It was, this was uh, my first radio experience. Hey, I'm excited to like <laughs> pop your radio cherry. Make sure to uh, to put your socials and everything so everyone knows where to find you, YouTube, IG. and. Got it, got it. Where do I put that? Right here, just talk. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was so confused. I was like, like, is there like, do I write no, this no, no, somewhere? No, no, no. I'm like, like, I'm like, hi. Like, my <laughs> mind is turning off now. Um, yeah. Follow my socials, Yarma Crazy. That's Y A R M A Crazy. Um, it's the same throughout all platforms. I'm on TikTok, Instagram, YouTube. Hi there, Trichomes. Any weed app you can think of, I'll probably That's be on there. That's fucking lit. Oh my god. <laughs> you will find me. <laughs> like, I am just, not hard to just find. Put honestly, put them in the Google. I'm on the Google too. You can look me up. <laughs> you can look me up. I did a I did a video with Papa and Barkley. I didn't even do the video with Papa and Barkley. It was like one of their fucking <laughs> relief patches. 
Um, and it had nothing to do with them. I just like put it on. Yeah. And now like when you look up my name, Papa and Barkley comes up and I feel so bad because like I'm like, oh. Did you do a bad review? No, it was a okay. great review, but I'm okay, like, I don't I know if they want to be, like, be associated with me. I did. A, it was a great review. I was like, oh, yeah. this shit hits. But like, I don't know. They, if they're, <laughs> they're made with rosin. Oh, that probably they're all made with hit. rosin. Okay. My asthma's acting up my pod. That's all good. I've been smoking too many blunt. Did you get asthma from smoking? <clears throat> yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. I've been like trying to figure out because like a lot of people started getting asthma and I'm like, I don't think I have I've had, asthma. Well, I've been smoking weed for like 13 years, 13, 14 years. Um, but my asthma has been getting more fucked up because I've been smoking woods nonstop for like six and I just took a break. But then my homegirl, I saw her the other day and she had a pack of woods for me. And now I got like two packs of woods and I've been smoking like a pack a day. And now I'm just like, my lungs are like, nah, bitch, not. Nah. <laughs> just, just cut back on the words, Pretty, <laughs> It's not going to happen, though. Like, my lungs are just there like, yo, we're going to be fucking with you right now. <laughs> but- <laughs> it's okay. I, I am, I'm not proud to admit this, but I would admit it. But I will admit it. Um, I don't smoke plants that much, but I do. It's all good. I do have a nice treat for myself. I consider it a treat. Um, a moke. Or mole, whatever the fuck it's called. Oh my god, nah. You you do of, the tobacco and the uh tobacco and, the weed, and weed yeah. and the bong. I like to do like a couple a day. Just my, one or two. I feel so good. I'll be honest with you. Like that head rush. Bruh, all, but I do not condone it. So if you guys are listening to this, I would not recommend it. Don't do it. It's definitely like not a good habit. Don't do it unless you already do it like in a spliff. Exactly. A lot of my family, like, we're, we're Israeli, so, like, they say smoking spliffs and shit. And yeah. So if I hit a joint of theirs, I'm like... That's why I started, because I was smoking spliffs a lot. Um, nah. But I'll say that. I mean, if you're going to do tobacco, like, that's part of the reason why I don't, like, smoke a lot of blondes. I don't smoke yeah, cigarettes. Yeah, 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 because you like, do the... Because I'm doing that. So <laughs> pick your form. If you're going to, if you insist on nicotine, pick your form. Okay. And unfortunately, I picked one of the nastiest forms. But In a bong. Ugh. Oh, my God. How do you even do that shit from a bong? All right. We'll, we'll never know. But, yo, thanks again. Thanks so much for coming through and fucking sharing your story with me and just talking. You're super chill. And thanks, everyone, for tuning in. I'll talk Terps with you soon. Awesome. Have a great day. Thank you. Bye. <laughs>